This was podcast uh, episode 145 on them. Uh, this was uh, We'll start with our, our go-to opening segment. It's called Trifling in NYC. Um, what you got? Uh, all right. So I got a little bit of um, New York City coming back to life. <laughs> Trifling. Uh, yep. Um. So I was in downtown Brooklyn. It was um, not too late that weekend, weekend right before Mother's Day. Um, so mm-hmm. I think it was like the, the 6th. Yeah, it was that Friday, Friday the 6th, right? So right around um, Atlantic Terminal and like BAM and the Apple Store and the Whole Foods, right over in that area. Um, it was during the workday and I had I was going to an office over there to pick up some papers and walk back to my office. Right. And walking over, everything was fine walking over and I'm walking back and it is, you know, it's sprinkling, it's raining actually that day. So it was Mm. wet and I walk past one of the, um, BAM offices or the BAM theaters. I'm not sure which one this was, but it's the one like right across from, foods and the apple store is yep and i'm walking by and there's ladies like older women coming out and they've got flowers so like i was like oh so maybe they had like some mother's day thing happening in there whatever and one woman comes out and she walks in front of me and walks to the curb right in front of this big truck and we know which is regular as a ghost she's just crossing in the middle of the street right the truck is parked on on the side of the street which is fine i was gonna cross same area anyway so then i'm i walk a little farther i'm past her and i'm standing you know right there waiting to cross and then i see out of the side of my eye that she has um reached into her throat and she's making herself vomit on the street Oh my dear lord! <laughs> okay, what time of day was this? It was like three o'clock, four o'clock, between like three and four in the morning. In the morning, right? Afternoon, <laughs> afternoon. Oh, New York! So she's like. So one side of her is blocked by this big truck, and she's just there holding flowers and holding the flowers in one hand, other hand down her throat, like making this vomit happen, right? Mm, nice. <laughs> um, but it's not terrible because it's, it is still like sprinkling, so the rain is sort of washing away what's happening. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. So I saw that happen out of the corner of my eye, and I cross, and she finishes, and I turn just to see what she's doing. And then, you know, she just continues walking down the street or walking in the same direction on the opposite side of the street, just like nothing happened. It's just I guess she just needed to get it out, and then she just <laughs> kept it moving. That was sad. Okay. I have, I have one question. Uh, yeah. What color was it? I, I didn't look that closely. <laughs> okay. I just – I didn't turn and face her because, you know, I felt that would have been inappropriate of me. Yeah. It's peripheral. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's a pretty busy part of Brooklyn, especially that time of day. Was did it, anyone 
like stare at her or I feel like there were some other people looking um like a woman behind me who came out with her but maybe that was like her friend it was just like making sure she was good and then they were gonna keep going together but she walked alone so yeah I don't know there was somebody someone that came out around the same time she did so they came from whatever the same event but so yeah so this is a a theater that she came out of yeah, I'm not sure what exactly that is. I think it's one of the the smaller BAM theaters. I'd have to look it up because it's on there on the side. Now I know it's it's connected because I, they have like these big signs outside, but I don't know exactly yeah. what happens in there. So, I mean, like the noise for me is what gets me. Like I hate. That oh, but there noise. was no noise. There was no like <gasps> anything like that. Really it was silent. Yeah. Or maybe I just wasn't close enough to hear it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she drank too much there, but that, yeah, that's weird. Just like had something bad, you know, like sometimes your stomach's not feeling great and it's like, I just got to get this out, you know? I guess. Um, (laughs) I mean, if it's a choice between that and I don't know, passing out or something. But again, like I'm sure there were bathrooms inside that place. She could have just like stayed yeah. inside, gone to the bathroom there because it was literally like she exited the building and walked straight across the sidewalk to the curb and started doing that. Yeah, big theaters famously are known for having restrooms. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's classic. It's like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Uh, wow. Yeah. Well, as long as none of it got on you. Um, yes, I was, I was untouched. Yeah. I can't even remember last time I threw up. It was probably when I had went went back to work. I don't even know. Maybe when I had the flu at some point a couple of years ago. Okay. Like that could work if you had the flu. Yeah. I had the flu a little while ago. Hmm. Um, and you were throwing up on the street. Uh oh no, not in the street. Um, okay. No, nah, there's. I mean, I I can't remember details, but yeah, there's no way I would be out if I had the flu. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Well, my trifling in NYC story involves uh, a lift ride. Mm. Um. And this is probably like a year ago. I'm pretty sure is. Yeah, last summer around then. Um, but, uh, I was with, uh, I was with, um, my girlfriend and we, I think, I forget, we went to this place called Panna, um, coffee shop. So it's a uh-huh. coffee shop that also is known for having ice cream that they make on site. Oh, okay. Um, it's really good. Like, it's like sort of traditional Italian ice cream making. Um, and we were just heading from there back to Lower East Side, and we grabbed. I think she um, called a, a lift, and we get in at. So this we're probably on Irving and like Nineteenth Street, or right around there, right. and get in. Uh, we go maybe one block, and then the driver starts heading uptown instead of downtown. Hmm. 
I think on Park Avenue, and yeah, he knows some shortcuts. Well, that's the thing. Is like, so the drivers for for this, you know, they have they have an app on their phone that tells them which directions they are, are supposed to go. And I don't know how strict they are about having to follow that specifically. <laughs> like, if Lyft admin is tracking them, um, uh, I would have sneezed. <laughs> Dog amongst yourself now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I was I was sort of looking over at his app and watching him, huh? I was watching him, I was watching the route, and all I said was is like, hey dude, um I think you're supposed to go downtown, not uptown. And he pulled immediately pulled over, he's like, get out. Immediately. What? Yeah. So I was like I was yeah pulled over, unlocked the doors, like get out. I was like, w- wait, what? <laughs> he's like, no, what? I'm not. He's like, no, I'm not dealing with this. Um, yeah, he's like so immediately upset that I suggested a different direction or a different route that he just kicked us out. So that's I, wild. Yeah, I felt bad because she had so she pulled it up on her her phone. <laughs> So I, I was like, I was a little concerned that her rating might be affected by that. Um, and then I just called a lift and got us picked up right there. And then we just went, there's no problem at that point. So yeah, I don't know. Like it was, it was weird. He's definitely going in the wrong direction. I don't know. Have you encountered this? That is no such way? an extreme reaction that I, I, I'm shocked that it just get out. Like not yeah. a not a like oh no man I've got to go this way because whatever or oh the map's not showing that like there's a street fair and that block is cut off so I'm gonna go up and go around and then turn back mm-hmm. down or no it's just <laughs> get out <laughs> yeah he was and he was like like he was looking at us looking at me staring at me through the rear view his rear view. <laughs> He and I don't even think he repeated himself to be honest. He was just like he just said it once and was glaring at me in the rear view. The thing the thing with the ride chairs is I I have had like a similar experience, right? Where it wasn't where I was kind of like, mm, why are we going this way? Like we'll eventually get there, but this is probably like the least efficient way we could possibly go. Mm-hmm. Um the only thing that I would say is that it doesn't really matter unless you have to be there at a certain time because the price is the price. Like, it's already set. Right. They're not getting anything extra out of it. So it's just like, yeah, whatever. He wants to take a couple rides in this, you know, take uh, five blocks in the wrong direction. doesn't make any sense to me, but, we'll right. get, you know, I'll get home and it's going to cost me the same regardless. So Yeah, I mean, that is that is definitely a benefit of – Lyft slash Uber o- over New York City cabs yeah. traditionally because you with the New York City cabs you do pay based on distance and time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was weird. I was a little scared, a little scared of this guy. Um, <laughs> like that? What kind of was it? Like a real hard stare? You just saw those eyes. <laughs> so I saw the eyebrows and I saw the eyes. <laughs> so they were some bushy, thick eyebrows too. 
Oh, man. So... That sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all good. Um, Speaking of all good, let's get into our main event, which is reviews of Atlanta Season 3, Episode 7 and 8. Start with 7, entitled Trini Number 2. Uh, Trini to the Bone, uh, which is a title of a song that's referenced in the episode. Is that? Did you have a sense that that's a real song, or maybe did they make it up for the episode? Huh. I, it felt real to me. Mm-hmm. I never. I didn't actually think about like that aspect of the song. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. You, I, I felt like a real song. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of catchy. I was sort of humming it after after the episode, <laughs> just like uh, just like the dad humming it in the way back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the car. Um, so yeah, this was um, this was another episode that didn't feature um, the main cast at all. Yeah, uh, and sort of a standalone story about uh, sort of. Um, upper middle class, or perhaps you could even say wealthy, um, uh, New York City couple, uh, both uh, white, and their young child, uh, who whose name was Sebastian, and they would his, their nickname for him was Bash. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And I was immediately reminded of when um, there's an NBA player named Sebastian Telfair, whose, oh, nickna- yeah. whose nickname was Bassy. Um, yeah, it was involved in some shooting that was sort of related to, uh, fabulous in some way, but, um, yeah, this couple did live in a pretty nice place in a luxury apartment in Tribeca. Um, and basically the whole episode is them, their, um, their nanny, Sylvia, um, they get news that she's passed away and they are basically trying to figure out the best way of handling this, uh, delivering this news to the child, and then right. working with him to, I guess you'd say, handle his emotional needs around that. Right. So what what are your uh, initial thoughts on the episode? And I'm going to go on mute because I need to take a bite of a sandwich. So, <laughs> so go for it. My initial thoughts... Um... Okay, so at the top of my notes, it's another one-off. I'm not happy with these. <laughs> I want to see the main story. The episode was fine, and the episode was entertaining, but I really just want to see the main group. Um, I liked it. It was definitely like um, true to life, and I've seen some of these characters experience some of these characters throughout my time here in new york and just just in the world um so i i you know it was a very entertaining episode i was really frustrated in the beginning because i was basically just mad that it was another one without the main group however by the end of the episode i was i was pleased and very entertained but then I became frustrated again because then I remembered that it wasn't the main group. Um, hmm. So you, yeah. So, oh God, I'm back on mute. Go ahead. 
Um, but if I take away all that stuff about my my negative feelings regarding it not being the main group, um, I really enjoyed just Sebastian knowing knowing all all those Trini sayings and knowing mm-hmm. the songs and just like when he was talking, man, really cute kid, great great like child actor by the way, mm-hmm. like, he was awesome. Um, the parents were pretty entertaining too. The da- I think I liked the dad more than the mom. That the knocking on the door and I guess like the the ghost idea, right? Uh-huh. Um, I was reading like a bit online and I haven't gone back to check, but apparently like ghosts are is like a, a theme throughout the season. Like there's been a ghost in every episode. I didn't go oh, back and see the shit. List, but that's what I saw on the internet. Reddit told me that. Huh. That there's been like ghosts a ghost presence in each episode, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think really quick. The only one I can remember is I think in the first, very first episode where there's those ghosts underwater. Right. Those ghosts underwater. Um, Do you remember any of the other ones from that list? I know during the one where the stuff where the phone was taken, they were talking about the place being haunted. Hmm. Um, and having ghosts, and that's why part of the reason he wanted to go on his scavenger hunt. Um, that, that was be Darius, but I didn't really remember in the other ones, and it didn't have like an immediate list right under the post. You know, I would have right. had to keep digging, but I I just wasn't in the mood for that. But I was like, huh, have there been ghosts in each episode? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, my read on it was, I mean, the show do, has done um, quite a bit of, uh, I guess, I would describe it as magical realism. Yeah. Um, so this just seemed like another example, uh, and it was interesting. Um, I got my, I mean, my first note was, um, they, uh, one of the first things was, uh, they had some spicy mango sauce (laughs) that I did like that, that Sebastian wanted on his, his eggs Benedict (laughs) breakfast. It was so good. He just said it's bland. I'm not eating. Yeah. That's, that's pretty funny. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's sort. I mean, they're they're playing there on this sort of stereotype that, um, in comparison to say, uh, cuisine from the West Indies, you know, traditional quote unquote white food, uh, just doesn't have quite the punch that. Uh, I I will say that that eggs Benedict didn't even look like it had any hollandaise. It just looked yeah. dry. Like it did, <laughs> and I'm a big fan of eggs Benedict generally, but you definitely need the hollandaise. So I don't, yeah, I don't know what was going on there. Um, and then the dad, like, sort of looking around and s- sneaking a little little bite of the <laughs> or a little slurp of the, ma- the spicy mango. Have you ever had a spicy mango sauce? Um, I have. It's good. It's got that that heat and a little sweetness. Well, your I think your area. I mean, your area definitely has more West Indies slash Trinidadian oh, restaurants. Yeah. There's like none near where I am. I, I would like it. Oh, man. See, now I want some oxtail. Um, you can get all types of stuff over here. Some good roti. Like all types of stuff. Yeah. That's great. Um, so, yeah. So the, the initial part of the episode revolved around them finding out about the death. And then the latter part was them going to the nanny's family or the, the nanny's funeral that her family um, was hosting. Um, probably some, somewhere in, I'm guessing Brooklyn. 
That's um, what I felt too. It would. I my guess is like in Brooklyn or like there there are parts of the Bronx that are pretty West West Indies heavy too. But um, yeah. Oh right. Outer boroughs. Yeah, and you know they have a uh, the funeral. Um, you know people are. I mean, it was very clear that she was really beloved in her community. Right. Um, she had two daughters and I believe a son. Um, and you know people are as they are at funerals, they're stressed out, they're sad, and it's weird, and I think if I have, I have a couple critiques of this, of the episode, yeah. and I think the first one is that it was a little bit too on the nose in terms of, oh, this white family, A, being initially a little scared of this funeral, um, and like them being like, so confused and weirded out by everything when nothing that was going on at the funeral was really that unusual. And if they've known Sylvia, presumably for at least a few years, like they're not, they're probably fairly familiar with, (laughs) with her culture. And like, no one's like that scared or like (laughs) confused by stuff. Like, you know, especially if you live in New York. Right. Um, so there was that, that would be one of my critiques, but also I felt that they made the mother character a little bit too shrill Mm. and a little over the top in her kind of complaining a lot, whining, countermanding her husband and contradicting him. Um, I just read that her, the character's name was Bronwyn which yeah. uh, it's interesting because it's a fairly unusual name and also happens to be uh, the name of a classmate of, of ours from high school. I only know one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um, yeah, so those are my critiques. I did really, I really liked the episode and I wasn't as thrown off by the fact that the main cast wasn't in it. Um, I didn't like the funeral stuff was was well done. Um, and, uh, I was dying laughing when the dude sitting next to them was like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) I guess is this white dude in his twenties that I guess Sylvia had taken care of way back when, when he was a young child. And he had like this pretty pronounced, like West Indies accent. And he's like, they're like, Oh, where's your accent from? And he's like, yeah, people keep saying I have this, accent but i don't hear it yeah so you know who that actor is no but that was good it's uh yeah i'm not even gonna do it accent i i I gotta say west indies slash jamaican accent is one of my favorite just as far as world (laughs) accents so that was chet that's chet hanks that's tom hanks oh is it yeah oh (laughs) that makes it a little funnier even it does because he I mean, it's sort of, yeah, he gets critiques. Like, he was trying to be a rapper at some point, and he's gotten critiques for that. So it, it was interesting to see that he's, if he's, you know, doing this role, like, he's sort of okay with making fun of himself a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty funny. Um, oh, here's something that I got here. Right after the accent so strong. Mm-hmm. What was that picture that got airdropped to the dad? Yeah, I mean, I did read the Wikipedia summary. It was someone's ass. 
Oh my gosh. I was like, yeah. I was like, is that a butthole? <laughs> so there, yeah. So there's that. Also, I mean, I'm fairly tech savvy, but I never really use AirDrop. Is that something that can happen? Do you- that was, I did write a question. Like, has anyone ever, has any random person AirDropped anything to you? Yeah. So you can, when, it, when you want to share something, you can pull it up and then if someone has their phone or their eye device available and open, you can just drop random shit to people. Wow. Okay. What? So what? Hmm. So AirDrop is just quick file sharing between uh, Apple devices, basically. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So like I could, if you and I were together, right, um, and I wanted to share anything with you, basically, like an article or a picture or something, Uh I could text it to you or I could airdrop it to you. Do we have to be on the same Wi-Fi network? No. Just have to be in the proximity. I don't know what the range is, but... Okay. Well, yeah, I'm never using that ever again. (laughs) I mean, you can turn it off. I believe it's an option to say no airdrop. Yeah. Um... So that was funny, uh, and then a fight breaks out. Uh, I do got to say, um, I wrote one of the notes I wrote down was, I believe this is Sylvia's daughter talking to young Sebastian, and there's a saying that apparently her mom had that, that Sebastian picked up, and I thought it was really funny, and that the saying goes, better belly bust than good for you. I knew I was going to fuck it up. <laughs> but, <laughs> all right. Uh, eat something green. Uh, drink water. No. <laughs> and we're out. Better belly bust than good food waste. Yeah. Which I was, I was, I'm still sort of trying to wrap my head around what that, like, what, you should just eat anything that's around you? Is that Right. Yeah, better better to have like too much food and everybody be overly full than to like throw the food away, right? Eat as much as you can. Just like keep eating. <laughs> keep eating. Don't waste food. Don't tell me what way to drive directions. Um Yeah, so you know, again, standalone episode, I, I guess, huh, I guess if, if you had to say or describe what the theme of this episode is, what would you, how would you sort of summarize the theme? Oh, that's interesting. Um, hmm. Because I, uh, yeah. huh, I don't know what I would even put this theme, theme as, like. Like, I guess uh, you could say. Because my, my first thoughts are sort of centered around Sebastian's emotional development. Yeah. And I guess how parents can make mistakes. And it's it's maybe I would say like it's better to really engage in life than to be closed off and overprotected. I mean, that's true. Um, yeah, I guess there's also like that aspect of of the the angry sister who was so mad that like felt mm-hmm. like her mom wasn't around because she was taking care of all these other kids. Mm-hmm. But then like that's a combination, right? By taking care of those other kids, then she was providing for her own kids. Yeah, uh, and I mean, 
like she's got to ha- she's going to have some job. It's right. so <laughs> I mean, I she's guess gonna... <laughs> it's speci- yeah, I get, I do get the anger that she felt and of course yeah. it's an emotional event because the, this particular job just happens to involve childcare, but mm-hmm. I mean, if she was working at an office, she still wouldn't be around all the time, so right, she there's no way she could be there for everything. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I don't know what this theme would be. That's true. Like the like development, right? I guess maybe something like that. Like it's just, it has like those common things about people not raising their own kids, um, especially when yeah. you hire someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sort like, of wealthier families sort of um, outsourcing childcare. Yeah, and like that was sort of – honestly, those pictures at the end were weird. I did not like those pictures. Um, yeah, the pictures of Sylvia and Sebastian. You mean off-putting? Yeah, yeah. It looked like she wasn't she, even. She wasn't even smiling. She looked kind of scary. She did. She looked like she was like staring into my soul. Like I couldn't yeah. even make, make eye contact with her. I, was, <laughs> like, I did not like those at all. Um, yeah, I guess things like that. Like really, like knowing your kids because Sebastian kept saying all those things that they didn't realize. She's like, no, like when this happens, she does this. Like, this is what helps me. This is how, you know, Mm -hmm. you can soothe me or this is how I need to be taken to school. Like she takes me all the way to the class, like rub my back and no, in a circle and then Mm -hmm. sing to me. (laughs) Like, this is how I like to eat my food. You know, he was getting a little pushy. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh god, then my kid, you gonna tell me how this? Oh no, no, no! I'm sorry, tell cousin. Me how to rub your back? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but he was, yeah, he was pretty cute. Uh, yeah, talented child actor, uh, which can be tricky. Um, I thought the casting was good for the, the mom and dad and Sylvia's family. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I would agree. Which you know, Atlanta. Traditionally, does a great job at um, it's uh, across the board. Um, uh, but let's, unless you have any other notes on this one, we can move to the episode eight. Um, no, that's it. Yeah. So episode eight, we have titled "New Jazz." We're back with the main crew who are go who go on a little bit of a misadventure in Amsterdam. Um, this episode centers on Paperboy. It's very reminiscent of, for me at least, of I think the season two episode where he sort of gets lost in the woods of somewhere in Georgia and he is almost attacked and he has, he's just trying to get, trying to find his way home. Do you remember that one? No. Yeah. I mean, understand, understandable. Season two was like, 30 years ago it feels like <laughs> it's like vaguely familiar but yeah no i don't remember any details what was he doing in the woods i don't remember how he sort of got stranded maybe he, you know he might have been in a lift and talking about now do go this <laughs> way and then get it kicked out but in the middle of like nowhere georgia outside of atlanta um but uh yeah so he he and Darius uh, have a plan to get some drugs, uh, some kind of space yeah. cake. They call it space cake. I don't know what the hell that's supposed to be. Um, 
and just just party. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. I've never done it. The space cake. I don't think yeah. I ever will. But if I were to, I I don't think. Like it seems like that's the sort of thing where you just want to be home in a safe place as opposed to wandering around a city that you're not familiar with. Yeah, like I, I don't know. Darius always seems to put people in like tough situations. Like, right. like let's take this drug that you know neither one of us has ever taken and wander around Amsterdam. Like, yeah, like the, I mean, uh, these guys have smoked weed before on the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some random shit that, like, what was in it? Like, it was some weed infused, like, hallucinogen, I guess. Um, yeah. But, uh. Did I write it down what the space cake was? Um. Oh, Nepalese space cake, but yeah, I don't right. remember what it is. Got some of that Nepalese hash in there. Uh, but yeah, so what were your initial thoughts, overall thoughts in the episode? Um, I was happy back to the main group. Um. Oh, this was this episode actually. I don't know if I wrote it down, but I, it was stressful. Yeah, yeah, I wrote it here. This this episode had me stressed out. I did Why? not like it because like he, his. Well, <sighs> I was uncomfortable because they were just wandering around like high in Amsterdam. Darius doesn't know what they're doing. And then at first it was kind of like relaxing, right? It was like, yeah, whatever. Um, and then those English hooligans came around. Oh my I God. I, and after that scene, I was stressed out the rest of the episode. Like, <laughs> I, like, now this is some bullshit here. They're like, paper boy. <laughs> and then like, they're chasing him and they can't find him. And then they steal a baby. <laughs> and, th- and throw it and, oh man this just kept and then run away oh my gosh I after that I was just like I'm stressed out and I, yeah. I was just stressed for the rest of the episode yeah I'm with you on that I, and I I almost don't even want to talk about that like because <laughs> I'm getting stressed out just trying to remember like remembering that but yeah these English hooligans who are probably in their I don't know late teens harassing Paperboy and then harassing everybody else in the, the most terrible way <laughs> possible. Yeah. It was. So, yeah, that – I will say I was on edge before that scene happened, but, yeah, that definitely kicked it up a notch. Yeah, I was – right. I was getting there. As soon as Darius went one way and Paperboy went the other, I was like, oh, my gosh, here we go. And then the hooligans came in like 10 seconds later. Yeah. And pushed yeah. me right over I'd be pretty upset with Darius if he just sort of wandered off and left me. Because, um, like, how how hard is it to stick together? It's not I, hard. Not hard at all. Have you been to Amsterdam or anywhere around there? I have. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Like, t- two years ago? No, three years ago now. Wow. 19. Summer of 19. What'd you do there? there? Um, I was just hanging out. It was it was like a vacation with my parents, actually. So that my dad is in the Rotary International, he's in Rotary Club, right? Mm. And Rotary International always has this big conference, and it was in uh, Hamburg, Germany, that year. And I was like, 
and they were going to go from Hamburg and then they were going to go to Amsterdam. I was like, well, can I come? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it sounds like fun. And my parents were like, sure, whatever. So yeah, that's where it started. I met them in Hamburg. Then we went to Amsterdam and then, um, and then I went on to London by myself and they went back to Ohio. Oh, nice. It was nice. How was the food there? Um, it was okay. It wasn't, I'm trying to think back. It wasn't anything great. I mean, Hamburg probably had better food than Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah. I was recently, I recently took a trip to Seattle and I got to say, um, you know, I, I used to go there. Well, pre COVID, I'd probably go there about once, once a year. I have family out there. Um, yeah, but I'd forgotten how spoiled we are in New York city with all the food options because mm-hmm. it's like, if you don't a, if you don't go to the grocery store and make sure you have food at home, you're kind of screwed after like 10 PM. If you want to eat after 10 PM. And then I don't know, maybe I was just being too fussy, but I was just kind of dis- dissatisfied with basically everything I ate for <laughs> the two weeks I was in Seattle. And maybe that's just cause I kept comparing it to, good food in um in new york city but yeah that'll do you in when you do that yeah um but uh i'd like to go to amsterdam it seems uh pretty cool it's historic but yeah i i I don't know this it did definitely had me on edge and then i guess sort of the main event of the episode which my read on like the last 10 minutes is that he was dreaming the whole, basically all of that, the stuff at the gallery with uh, Lorraine and mm-hmm. the stuff at the quote, cancel club bumping into, <laughs> li- bumping into cancel club was good. Uh, God, well, bumping into goddamn, They got Liam Neeson for this. Uh, right. But this is quick- also like two episodes after that guy was like, I'm the white Liam Neeson. Remember oh, that's that? right. Wait, who said that? <laughs> Say that again. Who said? Who said that? Oh, that dude socks when he was getting like real hyped up about the phone. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So maybe a, a bit of a callback. And actually, yeah, it could be he. So Paperboy might have had that on his mind. I think the whole thing was a was a dream sequence or all hallucinated. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it could have. So like from. From when though do you think it would have from basically maybe basically so they they were in this weed shop where they got the space cake and then yeah. I thought they started eating it pretty immediately and they were walking around. So I'd say starting right there. Because okay, they so did right before the kids, you think? Yes, because they crossed paths in the street with you know, in sort of a again another magical realism sort of time loop thing, they see a guy mm-hmm. uh, sort of huddling over uh, in an alleyway, later revealed to be Paperboy at a later time, and sort of sort of time loop thing. But I think right there is when they started. So I think the kids, the hooligans, were all made up. I sure as hell hope so. I think so too. Now that you're bringing this up. Um, yeah, and Lorraine, who 
you know, it's revealed at the end when he wakes up at a hotel and Ern is sort of taking care of him. And did Ern say you were talking in your sleep about someone named Lorraine? Or what happened? Um, no. I th- he said, where's Lorraine? Paperboy, when he woke up. And he was like, right. well, where's Lorraine? What happened to Lorraine? Something like that. And then that's when Ern was like, your mom? Yeah, so Paperboy's mom's name was Lorraine. And yeah. that's another callback to, I think, season one, where uh, Paperboy did find out that his mom had passed. And was having a tough time sort of dealing with that emotionally. Um, so so my read there... Another ghost, right? Another ghost. Or the read could be that Lorraine was essentially his conscience talking to him or mm-hmm. what, what he thought his... How he thought his mom might advise him on various aspects of his life. Mostly based on his career. That makes sense. Um, yeah, so what did you think about, just generally about Lorraine and can- Cancel Club? I, I, I was having a really hard time understanding what they were doing with the Cancel Club stuff, other other than, you know, the obvious cancel culture thing. I didn't really get it. And maybe, uh, yeah, I did not understand the new jazz part. I, I kind of, I think it was also when Paperboy was supposed to perform, like I didn't understand that because that guy was talking in the background, but Paperboy was still talking, and I was like, I don't know. It was it was too much overlap, and then the spotlight went to where he was sitting. But like, what was he supposed to do? He was supposed to perform. I didn't. I I guess I just didn't understand a lot of things. I didn't understand new jazz. Like he's new jazz. We're all new jazz. Like I, I don't know. I yeah, don't. yeah. I don't. I was really trying to, like, I definitely got the sense that I was like, okay, they're really going pretty metaphor heavy here. Um, and, you know, pretty artsy slash symbolic, which is cool. And they do a great job of that usually. And I think they did a great job here. But yeah, I, I wasn't really following it. And so I, at some point, I sort of just stopped trying to figure out and just kind of. Mm-hmm kind of just watch it and just let it sort of pass over me, I guess. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like new jazz, I think as a, as a general term has been used to describe like when rap sort of first came out and was a thing, it was sort of referred to as the new jazz because, you know, when jazz first came out, it was obviously traditionally black music. It was, Mm -hmm. It was different, didn't really play by the rules, um, and that was sort of it's the, like the main selling point or main attraction. Um, so maybe that's what they were going for with that, since Paperboy's a rapper. Maybe, but then they were kept. Then the rain was saying like we're all new jazz. Like I, I don't know, I didn't get it. Yeah, and then those two friends of Lorraine's at the club, man, they were skeeving me out too. <laughs> yeah, the way, and actually now that I think about it, the way they were looking at Paperboy is reminiscent of how that dude at the lift was looking at me in the rear view. Oh, dang, man. That dude in the lift. Mm. Yeah. Surprised he didn't get out, follow you. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been something if he, like, like, watches me get another lift and then starts following that car. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> he pulls over and just parks, waits, and, for, waits for you to get in another one. And yeah, and then like my new <laughs> Lyft driver is like, oh, hey, I don't want to alarm you, but I think we're being followed. Um, so I'm going to need you to get out. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Welcome to New York. That's pretty good too. Yeah. Uh. So. Yeah. I mean, it's. You know. You. So. Episode. N- as we're recording this, episode nine has aired. I haven't seen it yet. Um. So yeah, I think let's let's hold off. Oh shit. Oh. Do you hear that? Um. I did. That was a loud one. Yeah. It must be right outside. Yeah. Um. I mean, I thought that. It was interesting, right? Like that final conversation about with Lorraine and saying like, you know, you're not even, you've surrounded yourself with people who you know, don't have your best interests as their number one interest, mm-hmm. right? Not paying for anything and all that stuff. Um, I mean, that's not necessarily something that's new for I would say for Darius or Earn, really. I mean, they never—they've all been kind of like scraping things together the whole time, um, right? But the Masters part was interesting too, when he does like, as we saw at the end, like Earn's like, "Yeah, you do, man. Like, what's going on? You own them." That was part yeah. of the negotiation. It's like I don't know, and then just kind of walked away. But yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where the series is going. How many episodes? You said there's ten. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I mean, I'll give you a slight spoiler for nine. It's mm-hmm. another one-off. So, okay. I, like, I just want to know, like, I am enjoying the one-offs. They've been good. I like them. But I just want to know what's happening with the main group. Right. Like, I need this story to go somewhere. And I feel like this season is going nowhere. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. Like, I think just by the nature of, like, them doing so many one-offs, I think you could level a critique at them that it's sort of spinning wheels. Yeah. Um, and yeah, given that they're just kind of wandering around parts of Europe and just kind of getting into minor misadventures. Um, uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see how they wrap it up. So season three is ending soon where we're in May. I believe season four they shot they shot back to back so and I think it it starts airing in like November of this year. Okay, and that'll be the last uh, season for the show apparently. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, uh, overall, yeah. for for eight though, yeah, yeah, I like it. I mean, like we're both huge fans of the show. It I wouldn't say it's fallen off. No, I would not. Um, but I would say there hasn't been anything on the level of the uh, Teddy Perkins episode from season two. I know you were waiting for that new I'm Teddy waiting. Perkins one. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to find it. Mm, yeah. I don't know if you're going to get your wish, man. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so that's all I have on, on this. Uh, um, Do you have anything else? The only other thing is just like, I feel like, I mean, um... I just forgot her name, Van. Van wasn't necessarily someone that's all around all the time in the previous season, so that's fine. But like, I feel like Darius has been on screen for like ten minutes total. Yeah. Like, yeah, he and he hasn't been doing anything this. Season. <laughs> yeah, 
for as aimless as Paperboy seems, like Darius definitely kicked that kicked that up a notch. Um, <laughs> and I always sort of think just I can't can't help thinking about production aspects in the back of my mind. And I I yeah. mean, they're definitely all the main four actors are quite quite busy, and just their careers are you know they're doing doing great work, great job. So they're right. busy. I'm trying. So Lakeith Stanfield. I'm trying to th- like think in the back of my mind, like, okay, what movies has he had come out or other TV shows? And I can think of a, like a net, there's a Netflix movie. There's sorry to bother you. Um, but I mean, sorry to bother you. was like four years ago. Yeah. It was a while. The Netflix movie that I'm thinking, I'm actually not even a hundred percent sure he was in it, but it was that one like sort of Western with Idris Elba. Did you watch that? Oh, he, he, I think he's in that. I did watch that. Yeah, I, I started so, right? watching that, and I didn't finish it. I think I only got 20 minutes in. Okay. Yeah, it's it's whatever. It's not great. All right. Won't circle back on that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, have you been watching any new shows? Any good recommendations you could send out there? For um, Netflix, Hulu, ABC television. Oh, Outer Range, which is on Amazon Prime watch two episodes it seems like it's going to be pretty good with josh Brolin. josh Brolin, right i did hear yeah. about that um that one's been pretty fun and i started uh better call saul i mean it's an old one but i've never i just never watched it before oh wow did you finish yeah. breaking bad yes so i that's coincidentally i started re-watching breaking bad um oh but I started from like season three because the first two okay. seasons are a little slow, um, yeah. and it really kicks in the high gear when when Gus Fring shows up. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, and I was like, damn, I forgot how great this show is. So I'm watching that, and then there's a new show on Paramount Plus called The Offer. That's a fictionalized te- retelling of the story of how the godfather got made oh, in the 70s. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. that I mean that's been decent, not super great. Um but there's some good acting in that and I'm a godfather super fan, so basically anything related to it I'll I'll probably be into. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that's uh I don't remember. The guy's familiar. I I don't remember his name. Is it Miles Teller? Yeah. Is it mm-hmm. Miles Teller? Okay. Yeah, he plays like uh, one of the producers involved with that. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, I think that's all I got. If you want to wrap up, or if you got anything else, um, no, I, I don't have anything else. I mean, I I I mean, my guilty pleasure is Married at First Sight. That show like, <laughs> cracks me up. Uh, yeah, I have seen a few episodes of that. <laughs> it's pretty funny that. Yeah. My guilty pleasure. I, I watch a little bit of um, uh, what's it called? Ninety Day Fiance, which oh okay has like thirty different spinoffs. Um, I think think that's it. Maybe Below Deck. I don't know. I don't even. Okay, I do. Yeah, I do know exactly what it is. <laughs> so eat something green, drink your water, save up for a yacht trip, or don't. <laughs> Probably don't. Just work on a yacht, you know, do something. <laughs> yeah. Visitors <laughs> podcast, we yeah.